You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Titus with Kay Warheit. This is Kurt Bjorklund. Welcome to Five Good Minutes. Today we're considering Titus 2 and Kay Warheit, who has served as Director of Women's Ministry at our Wexford campus and Connections at our Butler campus, will be leading our thinking and conversation today and is part of just a great staff team here at Orchard Hill. Enjoy today. Today we read the last five verses of the second chapter of the book of Titus, verses 11 to 14 which repeat or restate the words found in verses 1 to 10, reminding the missionary Titus of the sound doctrine found in Jesus, this long-awaited Messiah who had already arrived on earth, of the godly life that follows when a person believes in the good news of our Savior Jesus, and how minds and hearts that are truly transformed will be then openly displayed, not only in words but in actions. Our Christ-focused way of life will then be a witness or a testimony of the power of God to the younger men and women in our world. Paul's directive to Titus in verses 7 and 8 were, Show them all this, sound doctrine, by doing or modeling the gospel living in yourself. That's my paraphrase. Paul reinforced the reason for modeling or mentoring in Titus 2, 11 to 14. I read from the NIV version. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness, unworldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good. And in the final verse in chapter 2, verse 15, Paul wrote, Those then are the things you should teach, encourage and rebuke with all authority. Do not let anyone despise you. Can you picture young Titus standing in front of the island people reading these words from Paul's letter, words of hope, of encouragement, exhortation and direction? Was there joy upon hearing the good news of the gospel for the first time? Was there a challenge to think differently or a conviction in how they might have opposed Titus's work? A hope for those merchants, fishermen, homemakers, young students, and for a slave station in life on this beautiful island of Crete. Paul was a mentor and an encouragement to Titus. In Titus 2, 1 to 11, this is also our biblical model for mentoring or sharing the gospel through changed lives, not just hearing, but living it out. Years ago, I heard a broadcast from Chuck Swindoll. He told this story, and it has stuck with me. There was a business owner who had a very large, thriving company, and he decided to go around the world for a year touring other like companies. He told his manager that he was leaving him in charge and he wanted him to carry on the work of the business and this businessman would write weekly letters, not only encouraging them, giving them direction, but also to let them know that he hadn't forgotten them. A year went by and this businessman returned and what he saw was a business that looked like it was closed. The windows were dirty, there was grass growing in the cracks of the sidewalk and in the parking lot. And had he not known better, he would have thought that the business was was done. 
He went inside and looked around and finally found his employees gathered in a room in an animated discussion, and he realized they were discussing his last letter. When he asked, what's going on? They were surprised to see him and said, oh, we've gotten every letter. We've had weekly discussions. We've even made copies of your letters. Some of us have taken them home and memorized whole portions. What they had done was they had gotten excited about the words and the letters. They had faithfully read them and shared them and felt encouraged by memorizing them. But they failed to be or to carry on the work that the letters laid out. The same applies to those of us who study the Bible, discuss the words and doctrines of the Bible, and even memorize whole passages. But when we fail to live out through the Holy Spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, words that Paul also wrote to the churches in Galatia, Galatians 5, we too fail what these words mean to be the living gospel. These are the words that Jesus taught from the beginning, found in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5. To close in prayer, I quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer's words, Dear Father, our only proper response to the words that we read in the Bible, which Jesus brings with him from eternity, is simply do it. Guide us to live so that those who come after us will hunger and thirst for your word and for you and find salvation in Jesus Christ. In your name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.